I'm not here to tell you today what you should watch on TV, what you should be scrolling through on social media or the internet. I'm not here to give you a list of do's and don'ts, lists of what's acceptable viewing, what is not. I am not here to tell you who to hang out with, what to read, what music to listen to, none of it. God actually doesn't make that list for us either. But as in all things, he asks you to choose. Will you choose to be led by the world or will you choose to be led by his Holy Spirit? Will you choose to justify filling your eyes and ears with darkness or will you decide today to fill your eyes and ears and surround yourself with light? Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast virtual sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. Jesus said, Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your whole body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Remember today, as we have been saying over the last week, Jesus said we need to have ears that listen and understand what he is saying. And if we want his words to produce fruit and a harvest in our lives, we need our spirits, our inner person, to be good soil. According to Jesus, in order to have a good soiled life, We need to hear his words, we need to understand his words, and then we need to act on his words. The reason why I wanted to summarize that again today before we dig into this parable is because I think that in our time, in this modern time, hearing what Jesus is saying and even understanding it is pretty easy in this parable. But the acting on it part, that seems to be a lot harder for us. When Jesus says that your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body, it's pretty universally accepted that he is saying what you expose yourself to, what you set your eyes to look on, what you surround yourself with, what you place your intention on, that is what is going to affect you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of it. So when he says that if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be filled with light, it means that if you are using your eyes to look at good things, wholesome things, when you are setting your intentions on positive and godly pursuits, when you are surrounding yourself and exposing yourself to things and ideas and people that are good, or as Paul says in the book of Philippians, 
If you think on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Focus on those things and surround yourself with those good ideas, good people, good things. Then Jesus says when you do that, your whole being will be filled with light. Your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit. If your eye is healthy, then the rest of you follows suit and is healthy. But conversely, when your eye is unhealthy, it will cause your entire being to be filled with darkness. Your thoughts will be filled with darkness because of what you expose yourself to. Your soul and your mind will become unhealthy because of what you choose to set your eyes on, what you choose to surround yourself with and expose yourself to, the unhealthy people and ideas, the dark people and ideas. An unhealthy eye will be an unhealthy life. All of those things, if that is what you expose yourself to, will cause your mind, body, and soul to be unhealthy and filled with darkness. So why is this such a hard word to hear for us today in our modern culture? Well, because now more than ever, we are not only surrounded by darkness, immorality, fear, hate, violence, pornography, vengeance, bullying, but for the first time in the history of the world, we can have a constant stream of it at our fingertips 24 hours a day. We have become so numb to all of those things that I just mentioned that what 20 years ago would have made us flinch or cringe in a movie, book, TV show, or maybe we'd fast forward through or at least avert our eyes, now becomes a celebrated part of our entertainment. Darkness is now being sold as light. Jesus even ended this short, simple parable 2,000 years ago with these words. If the light that you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Wow. So it is possible to be filled with darkness, surrounded by darkness, watching darkness, reading darkness, but telling ourselves that it is light or thinking that it's okay, it's healthy. And if we think that what is actually darkness is light, then Jesus says that is a deep deception. So there is deception that is happening culturally. And this deception that we can allow to happen, that I have allowed to happen, that maybe you have allowed to happen, It's a deception that we have allowed in our lives where we want to say that something is light when it is actually darkness, or we want to say it's healthy when it is actually unhealthy for some part of our life. And Jesus calls that a deep darkness, a deep deception, because it's a self-deception. We need to root that self-deception of darkness out of our lives. Now, because I like to get into the science side of things as well, science supports this entire parable. 
numerous scientific studies have shown how the exposure to violence, violent pornography, sexualization, and abuse of women, as you are exposed to all of these things, it will impact you, especially if it starts when you are still a child and in the development phase of your brain and social relations. You will not just be desensitized to it, meaning you no longer view it as reprehensible, but eventually, many people then come to view it as okay. It's okay to think that way. It's okay to behave that way. It's okay to view those things, see those things, pay money for it. They turn what is dark and say that it is actually light. It can start with what you are reading, what you watch, what you listen to. If you are surrounded by people who think, speak, and act in a certain way, Isn't it interesting how when you hang out with people, you start to talk like them, move like them, think like them? I mean, it's fascinating to just listen to and observe ourselves around other people. Our voices change, the words we use change, we start to mimic almost. Sometimes even our body language changes to match theirs unconsciously. So that's even observable in our own everyday life. Now, that's not a scientific study but it's observable in our daily lives, that what we are around, what we expose ourselves to, we start to look like, think like, act like, and speak like. Even recently, there was a documentary on Netflix that talks about how social media is actually set up to ensure that this happens, that they purposefully fill our feeds with news, information, images, videos, ideas that push us into a certain way of thinking and interacting even if it is false or biased or one-sided. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So this is scientific. It's neuroscience, psychoscience, sociologically, scientifically observable. The truth of this parable is pretty much non-debatable. It is almost universally accepted that what we expose ourselves to will change us. It will change us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. If you are surrounded by constant stress and negativity, it can impact your physical health. If you are surrounded by laughter and joy, that can impact your physical health and improve healing. We know this. It's true. It's provable. So it's not just that Jesus said these words, but scientists, sociologists, psychologists, they're all saying it. And yet we keep filling ourselves with unhealthy darkness. We keep setting our eyes on darkness, or we keep that little pocket of darkness, our precious, if you follow the Lord of the Rings. We walk in health and light for the most part, but we keep that little pocket of darkness that we call our precious. Maybe it's that secret addiction. Maybe it's gossip. Maybe it's bullying. Maybe it's lying or cheating or stealing. Whatever it is, If you're listening right now, if you've got a little pocket of darkness, you're thinking of what it is. It's your precious. It becomes your precious. So remember at the beginning, I said, it's pretty easy for all of us to say, yeah, we see this is true. We understand that it is true, that what we fill ourselves with impacts our whole being, whether good or bad, whether healthy or unhealthy, whether darkness or light, but it's the acting on it that we have a challenge with. 
It's hard to stop watching shows we like. It's hard to put down a book series we have gotten into. If you are addicted to drugs, pornography, food, cigarettes, some days it feels impossible to stop filling ourselves with those things or staying away from people who do those things. Even though we are presented with the awareness and knowledge by scientists, and not just scientists, but the Lord Jesus, that those things are hurting us, filling us with darkness, making us unhealthy. We just don't want to turn our eyes away. And even worse, we start to call the darkness light. All right, that's pretty heavy, but I'm not here to tell you today what you should watch on TV what you should be scrolling through on social media or the internet. I'm not here to give you a list of do's and don'ts, lists of what's acceptable viewing, what is not. I am not here to tell you who to hang out with, what to read, what music to listen to, none of it. God actually doesn't make that list for us either. But as in all things, he asks you to choose. Will you choose to be led by the world Or will you choose to be led by His Holy Spirit? Will you choose to justify filling your eyes and ears with darkness? Or will you decide today to fill your eyes and ears and surround yourself with light? You might ask yourself, well, how do I know what is dark and what is light? Well, first, I would encourage you to ask Him. Ask the Lord. It's not for me or any other person to tell you what is acceptable in your life and in your home, unless what you're doing is hurting someone else. But it is acceptable for God to tell you what he finds acceptable or not. So ask him. Let him show you if there are things in your life that are filling you with darkness rather than life. Ask him to reveal your precious to you. Ask him to give you the wisdom to discern What is right and wrong for you and for your household? And if you are still learning how to listen to the voice of God and you aren't really sure if you're hearing from him, there is a simple test that you can give yourself as you are going through your day, being exposed to or exposing yourself to different things. When you start to feel a little niggling in your conscience, use the love commandments test. Jesus said there are two commandments that if you live by them, you will be doing things right. So that is, love God and love people as you love yourself. So when that question comes up in your heart, should I be doing this? Should I be watching this? Should I be listening to this? Should I be saying this? Should I be in this place? Should I be clicking on this image? Ask yourself if, by doing it, will you be walking in love towards God? Will you be walking in love towards yourself? And will you be walking in love towards the people in your life? There is a pastor that I like to listen to who very clearly summarized how we can experience what Jesus is talking about in our daily lives. So let me share it with you. If you don't like your current destination, change your character. If you don't like your character, change your habits. If you don't like your habits, change your actions. If you don't like your actions, change your decisions. If you don't like the decisions you're making, change the way you allow yourself to feel. 
If you don't like the way you've been allowing yourself to feel, change your thinking. If you don't like the way you're thinking, change what or who you are exposing yourself to. Or let's say it in reverse. What you expose yourself to will influence your thinking. What you think about will determine how you feel. What you feel will determine the decisions you make. Your decisions will then become your actions. Your actions then become habits. Your habits will form your character, and your character will determine your destination in life. So if you're feeling today that there are some unhealthy places in your life, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, it's time to look all the way back at the root of where you are today and ask, what or who have I been exposing myself to that has been causing me to think, feel, and act in a way that is unhealthy, that is dark, that is unloving? What areas have I been saying are light, but I know they are actually darkness because it isn't walking in love towards God or towards myself or towards others? Then change your eye. Change your intention. Change what you look at, what you watch, where you go, who you go with. Surround yourself with light, with health, with joy, with peace, with love. Surround yourself with God and watch every area of your being light up as if a lamp has been shown through you. Today I pray that you have a spirit that can discern between good and evil that you will be able to discern between light and darkness. I pray that you would be strengthened within your inner being with the mighty strength that allows you to put down, put away, look away, step away from anything or anyone in your life that is exposing you to darkness. And I speak God's light and love over you today that you would be filled with it and overflowing with him so that you can go be the church to your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day and then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us Check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.